I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, the radio flagship home of your Dallas Cowboys. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Brian Broaddus, former Super Bowl winning NFL scout, and now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, Monday through Friday, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, and also part-time color guy for the Dallas Cowboys radio network during the preseason. And Brian was in the booth on Friday night for the preseason finale. Uh, how, you, does that always, I, I mean, I know you you enjoy watching the game, doing the pre and post and everything else, but is it always a little bit of a, a bittersweet moment at the end of preseason when you know your color time is over? It really is. I mean, when Brad signs off and he's looking at you and he's extending his hand and saying thank you and, you know, you shake his hand and you then you know it's, it's over. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, it, it's something I never, ever, ever take for granted. I just never did. And I'll just never forget the first time that we were at, uh, you know, Colquam Stadium there in San Diego. And I I told uh, I told Brad very first time I said, Brad, I'm calling this place Jack Murphy Stadium. I'm sorry. I'm not going to call it the Colquam. <laughs> and he looked at me and he goes, man, you call this place whatever you want. And Brad was always that guy that said, listen, our fans care about our team. They can care less about who's at Seattle or who's at the Chargers or who's, you know, Brad made that thing so easy to do because, and again, they've got a very talented group, you know, with spotters and statisticians, Bob Thomas and those guys, Danny, all those guys. I mean, they make it so easy to call the game that it's, it's fun. The hardest thing of those, those reads, and I'm, I'm not a good reader when it comes to those things. And we make a bunch of jokes about that, but um, those, those things put pressure on you now, you know, you go through and you read them and you still mess them up and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, uh, it's sad when it's all over, but when you, when it's over, you know, it's time to start the season. It's time to start the regular season. So that, that, that part of it's probably good for everybody. I always, uh, you mentioned in there that the the pressure on those reads. I always, Terrible. If, if I'm hosting and they tell me, hey, we're, you're teasing the next segment, I'll be like, all mm-hmm. right, 
And I got the perfect tease in my head. Mm-hmm. And they always throw it to me and say, Bobby, what's coming up next? And then it's just deer in the headlights and you're fun. Oh, yeah. Words. And so yeah. I know. Rusty's corner. We can talk about cornerbacks next. Uh, you know, one of those sports. things. Yeah. Sports is next. Yeah. Uh, fine. So in, in that uh, preseason game, the 27 to 26 victory. Coming out of it largely healthy, Aaron Champlin had a uh, a pretty gruesome-looking injury. Yeah, it was bad. He had trouble. We were, I was down in the, the tunnel um, outside the locker right before the end of the game, and he he couldn't walk on it. He was yeah. being completely helped off by trainers. So so that's a negative. That's not a big thing. But other than that, uh, relatively healthy coming out of this game, um, other than Kelvin Joseph, which I, I'll, I'll talk about here in a sec, but – uh, Brian, what were uh, some of your large takeaways from what we saw, and do you think it has any implication on either the 53-man roster or certain you know, starting depth chart battles? Yeah, me personally, you know, I, I really, really would have liked to have seen uh, Will Greer go win this job. And I, I don't know if – he did enough, Bobby. I don't know. And, and I'll say this. Cooper Rush played better than he did. He played well against – he was bad against uh, Denver. He was good against the Chargers, I felt like. And then, well, good for how much they threw the ball. But, you know, in this game, you know, he was he was fine. You know, so the thing with Will Greer – and I was talking with Brad about this during the game. He's like, why do you like Will Greer? Because I like the mobility. I like the ability. You know, you saw that loose play ability where he's able to scramble and move. And I think that's more indicative to how the Cowboys play with Dak Prescott. Yep. They play with a more free-flowing kind of quarterback move, waggles, boots, you know, move the pocket, those kinds of things. I, you know, Cooper Rush could be a little bit, you know, like a statue at times when it comes to that. And But I don't know if I – don't, I don't know if Will Greer did enough. I – I want to believe that they will see the things that you know I see when it comes to the quarterback mobility, the way he kind of slings it around. He's he's a smart guy. You know, they're both smart guys. But maybe the fact that Cooper Rush won that football game is going to still kind of, you know, when you have the uh, the scales, it kind of weighs it like, hey, we've seen this guy go into a, a hostile environment and win a game. And I think that says a lot now. If it flips the other way and they say, no, no, we, we like Will Greer because of the mobility and, and all that and the upside, man, that would be – I think that would be a great thing. But I don't know if he did enough this time around. Well, I mean, you can't call those RPOs. You can't call those, those you know – Oh, no. Yeah. All those sort of things that you were able to call with Will Greer. And the offense looked completely different in terms of what they were willing to call, how they wanted to do things when Will Greer got in there compared to what we've seen from Cooper Rush all oh. Preseason, and I don't know if you saw this, Brian. I, I I was in the press box, didn't have the the ears with me there, so I wasn't able to hear the radio broadcast. But when the third and four play, where they got an or it may have been fourth down, but they got an offside with Cooper Rush in there, yeah. and he takes a little dump off to either Ferguson or Hendershot, knowing he had the jump, didn't take the shot, and more than that, Simi Fahoko. I don't know if you saw, was wide open down. Yeah. The side. Yeah, and I, he, and, and I think that just encapsulates the way Cooper Rush plays the game as compared to Will Greer is Cooper Rush, even with, you know, you've got the penalty, you've got the guy open on the field, he still wasn't. Throw it. Yeah, see, that that's the kind of things that you, you know, if you're if you're a Will Greer fan, those are the things, like you just said, you point out. I Heck, the, 
you know, early in the game, they had the route to Turpin. They go bunch formation to the right, and they run Turpin like like they kind of hide him. And it was the play where Cooper Rush got hit in the back, where Ball gave up pressure and he got hit. And the, you know, it was it was Ball, an incomplete Ball, pass. Ball yeah, was left he tackle. Was, yeah, left tackle he was bad, but it was so funny because I mean Turpin was wide open. It's one of those if if he just knows where he's going to go with the football immediately, I, I guarantee you Kellen Moore called that play to get the ball to Turpin. He absolutely called the ball to, to get the, the play to get to Turpin. And, you know, it, it's like Cooper held it, held it, and then he gets hit, and then the ball comes flying out, and you're watching Turpin downfield. I said it on the broadcast. I'm like, my gosh, if he would have just saw Turpin then and throw the ball, that's a touchdown. And maybe we're thinking different about Cooper Rush. But uh, just, I mean, I haven't talked I'm to anybody gonna, over there about okay. that. This is what's frustrating. I They could they could keep Will Greer. They absolutely could keep Will Greer. I just, just that weird feeling that they're probably not they, because of what Cooper Rush did last year. I, I have a feeling they'll keep Cooper Rush as well. I agree with you. Uh, one, one thing that makes me feel a little better, of course, I, I don't know if you saw it final 53 man roster projection from Todd Archer had Will Greer though. Yeah. And, and I was, yeah. And Todd, I, you know, I, I, tr- I trust Todd. I love Todd. I mean, Todd's one of my guys that, you know, when you talk to him, he and I have gone through the roster. I can't tell you how many years we've gone through rosters together and tried to figure things out. He says, I'm keeping Will Greer. And I'm like, do you believe that? And he goes, man, he just, it's hard to, to put Cooper rush in there after what's, you know, Will Greer's made a great charge and all. I'm like, yeah, but was it enough? And he goes, I don't know, but right now I'm just going to be a little different here. And, you know, I'm hopeful that Todd's right about that. I really well, have nothing against Cooper rush if his family's watching or anything like that. I just think Will Greer is better suited for how they play offense with Dak Prescott. I think that's important. I, I think he plays uh, I think he plays with a style similar to the one that they already play with Dak Prescott. That's, that's one. That's the reason. Two, I think I, I I don't know, and this is not to say Cooper Rush is soft. I think Will Greer's tougher. I think Will Greer. I think I think Will no. Greer. I, I think Will Greer's got a little S in his neck, if you know what I mean. Will, that, Will Greer does not have a problem getting hit. He doesn't, nope. get hit. and nope. so I love that about him. And he plays with. Uh, he, he plays with a little bit of a gunslinger. He's like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to throw this. It did. Look, it doesn't always, it's not well, that's always. Danucci. That's Danucci right now. We always make fun of Danucci. Danucci gets no reps and he comes in there and just slings it around. And you're kind of like, so I've got to the point where like Danucci on the practice squad. Well, okay. You know, yeah, that's sure. fine. I don't have a problem with that. I, I re- he gets no reps. Yeah. I mean, and I, and I'm one of the guys that's like, ah, Danucci sucks this, that, and the other. You watch him; he gets no reps during practice and goes out there and slings it around and makes plays. I I, re- I, re- I respect the uh, the stones that Ben DiNucci. I, I, I do too. I do too. And Will Greer as well. So, and that's just where I look at things. I view it like Cooper Rush is going to play things extremely safe. He, he's not. It's not that he's not tough. I, like I said, I don't want to say he's. A, it's just when I see Will Greer, I go tougher football player, same sort of play style, and is going to go out there and play fearless. Maybe. Maybe He's going to take shots he made. Maybe they'll think the same way that we all are, me, you, Archer, that they they need Will Greer. Maybe that's, maybe that's what we're going to get. I, I, I really do hope so. 
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So uh, anybody else that, that really stands out to you is somebody who either played their way on or played their way off the roster. I think, I think over the course of camp, we came in, and I think, I believe Tristan Hill was outside looking in when they got to camp, and I think he's on now. I think he's on. I'm going to give you a guy that I think is off. I okay. think that, you know, and I, I, I just, I don't know how you keep him, but it's a position where they need guys. I don't think Dennis Houston's on this team. Wow. That's a, that call. I, I think, I think that you could talk about smarts and route running and play positions and stuff. Dennis Houston has not shown up like Dennis Houston probably needed to, in my opinion, they, you know, again, there's another one that they might keep. Why do I think like the league has guys like Dennis Houston out there? You know, why do I feel like that? You know, I was, you know, there was a couple of times, you know, ball in the air, you know, he just didn't go get it. Didn't, you know, and maybe that's a position where, you know, they're, they're looking at guys with, you know, with Washington situation and Gallup and all that. But, man, you talk about a guy that got a lot of opportunity and there those times where he was just OK, maybe not to the point where it's like, oh, he needs to be on the 53. I kind of feel like they could go out there and find a Dennis Houston. I really do. Were you impressed sticking on this receiver spot? I think the only guy who consistently showed up in every preseason game and it was like, wow, that that's different was Brandon Smith. Brandon it's strange. Smith, yeah, it Smith, was. Smith made vertical plays in the first two preseason games and then had that toe drag, incredible catch. I, I don't I'll think tell you what, he had a chance. Yeah. But how but about he, the chance? I'd stick him on the practice squad. No, no, absolutely. I mean, how, how, how about he got the holding call? that negated a long run, a point of attack run. He got called for holding. Then on the long, on third and long, they throw the ball back to him down the left sideline. He extends, he's got his hands on it, and he just can't secure it. And I'm thinking, I, you know, I told Brad, I'm like going, there you go. That's If you get a holding call and you come back and you get a chance to just erase everybody's memory of that call, you got to take advantage of that, but you're you're right about that. I mean, he of the of the tall guys, him and Vasher. Vasher to me, if you want to talk about the guy that that probably the most disappointing because of what was probably expected of him coming in. That oh man, this is a guy you got to keep an eye on. This guy, you know, he's with the program. Da 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 da. And, you know, he, he really didn't live up to the billing. Maybe he goes somewhere else. Maybe he gets on the practice squad. But kind of right now, I, I just would say that that was probably a pretty big disappointment to me. I, th- I think Vasher is probably on their practice squad. Um, and, and so I, I don't – yeah, he, he's somebody who faded as camp went along. He did. Um, the, pressure, I, the pressure got tough. It got yeah, tough on him. It did. I, I've got a little bit of a conspiracy theory here for you, Brian. Uh, Kelvin Joseph, huh. one play 
concussion, he's out. He got hurt last year in the in the final preseason game, didn't he? He did. He, did. Yeah. he had that uh, hamstring or calf, one of those soft tissue injuries. Um, Growing, maybe. He, he gets the uh, he he gets the the concussion before the game. He was way late getting into pads and he was working on resistance cords. And I just remember thinking, is Kelvin Joseph not playing tonight? Yeah. And then he goes out there for one play and he comes off the field. And then I remembered I was sitting next to Barry church in the uh, press box. And I was like, I can't remember if this was the year you were here, Barry or not. I was like, but they stuck Rico gathers on IR with a concussion at the very end of camp. Yeah. And with us talking about where Kelvin Joseph is, is it too conspiracy minded of me, Brian, to say maybe they're just going to stick him on IR with a concussion? You know what? I mean, they're going to have to get creative. We can cut this team down on Tuesday, and it's going to look a lot different the following Monday when they get ready for the Buccaneers. So, you know, I, yeah, to me, man, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it's like the first play, the ball goes to the outside, he's part of the tackle. Same thing happened last year. I think they were playing the Texans last game of the preseason, and it just – and he got hurt, and you're going, no, not two years in a row. And it just – he just can't – nothing good happens for him. He can have a – he can have – I say that. He can have a good play – he might have another good play, and then there's ten others where you're going. What just happened? So, I uh, conspiracy theory maybe, but uh, you know who is that mean you keep on right McCombo yeah. that kind of thing. That's what you're going to do. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Doubt, him. I don't yeah, I don't doubt what you're saying there. Ask him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. Love the Stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.